Hey everybody, Aaron Dillon here, Managing Director of AG Dillon & Co. We're a venture capital firm focused on pre-IPO companies with investment funds for individual investors, family offices, financial advisors, and institutional investors. All right, so I got a pre-IPO company update for you here for the week ending 17 March 2023. Today we'll hit on big company news from Tiger Global, eToro, Checkout.com, and a new segment we call Tyler's Corner. Large capitalists and individual pre-IPO company stock performance update. All right, so some venture funds are starting to mark down their pre-IPO holdings in their portfolios. A lot of discretion on how they mark their holdings to market. Many managers leave the marks at cost basis, and this is fine if the pre-IPO stock is going up in value, but it's problematic if the stock's going down in value, as they have been over the last 12 to 15 months. Tiger Global, the huge venture capital fund and hedge fund shop, marked their portfolio down this week. Uh, it's one of the venture fund portfolios. These guys are really active in the pre-IPO stock market, so it's uh, so understanding their marks is really important, in my opinion. So uh, Tiger marked down one of their venture fund portfolios by 33% or $23 billion. This compared to the SoftBank, which just uh, marked down their Vision 2 fund, Vision Fund 2, excuse me, by 30%. Or $48 billion. So those are big numbers to come down. Uh, preferred shares are more important than ever now. Preferred shares have a liquidation uh, preference. So that means that the preferred shareholders guaranteed some level of return before other shareholders lower on the cap table are paid out. So basically, this means that if you own common shares and the pre-IPO stock is down 50% plus, you could end up with very little or nothing back uh, return for, for your investment, especially if the pre-IPO company had debt too. So cap table hierarchy is debt, then preferred stock, then common stock. So this per preferred share nuance might be the reason why Tiger is only down 33%. They own a lot of these preferred shares versus the public's uh, you know, kind of small cap tech stocks, which many are down 50% or more. Okay, eToro pulled in more capital this week from an advanced investment agreement on AIA. It was $250 million in the $3.5 billion valuation. And AIA strikes the terms of a future investment into a company today. So eToro's AIA said that the investment would happen in two years if the following things happened. One, eToro did not complete the SPAC transaction that they were set up to do. Or two, uh, they didn't raise any additional capital. So the investors included in the round were Ion Group, Social Leverage, shout out to my boy Don Needy, SoftBank, and Spark Capital. eToro's $5.8 billion in assets under administration across 100 countries. It's incredible. Total funded accounts of $2.8 million, and it generated $631 million in 2022 commissions, which is, they, the company says, is pretty close to their total revenue number. Okay, checkout.com. Now offers debit card issuing both virtual and physical cards. Uh, Checkout's chief product officer, Marion Kolbecki, said card issuance and embedded finance have exploded over the last uh, the past few years as sectors like online travel, marketplaces, and digital banking use payments to stay at the heart of their customers' financial lives. Checkout.com issuing is built uh, an open, flexible APIs. That means businesses can create purpose-built current programs, enhance cash flow, and unlock new opportunities. So what does this exactly mean? So like uh, say you're an online, you're an online travel agency and you sell vacation packages. If a user buys a package that includes airline, hotel, and car rental, they pay you with a credit card for the whole thing. 
right? And then you, the company, right, uh, use the virtual debit card to purchase the airline ticket, book the hotel, and pay for the car rental. So you pay acquiring fees to the bank when you use the credit card, and the user initially buys the vacation package, but you earn interchange revenue when you purchase the online, uh, excuse me, the airline ticket, the, book the hotel, and pay for the rental car. So it's not a one-for-one expense to revenue offset uh, from the acquiring and the uh, and the uh, issuing interchange, but it's uh, in either way a healthy portion of the of uh, the company's bank fees. All right, and now a very special segment from Tyler Sikonofi, an AG Billing Co. Research Analyst. Tyler has three notes for us today. First up is Revolut partnered with Comic Relief to make it easier for Revolut customers to donate to those living in poverty. Uh, Comic Relief is a poverty-focused charity in English, so hats off to the to the folks over at uh, Revolut. Rippling raised $500 million in Series E in just 12 hours from Green Oaks. It's a longtime investor of the company. The money was used to help Rippling's customers pay employees that did not receive paycheck due to the SVB failures. So if you remember, they went down on like a Friday and uh, paychecks were supposed to go out. So Rippling did right by their customers and in, in doing and doing them, uh, excuse me, getting their payroll out on time. And lastly, SpaceX CEO Elon Musk announced that they will perform their first orbital test flight of Starship in April and is awaiting FAA approval. I heard it's going to go off on April 20. So uh, fingers crossed on that. Starship has 3x the payload of Falcon 9. Uh, that's the uh, the uh, the SpaceX rocket that went up 60 times last year. Okay, big capital raises for the week. Stripe pulled in a 6.5 billion at a 16 uh, 56.5 billion on post money valuation to address employee RSU issues. This takes care of their employees, but also gives Stripe another several years to remain private. It'll be interesting to see what the management does in the coming years. Uh, I'm calling Adept a new unicorn. The company raised $350 million Series B at a billion dollar valuation. Adept aims to build a personal AI assistant that you can speak to and it will execute commands on your computer. That is awesome. I want it, right? Uh, Prize Out and Page also had big raises for the week the $160 million Series C and the $20 million Series D, respectfully. Okay, last up, we got pre IPO stock performance. Pre-IPO stocks were down 3.54% for the week versus the S&P 500, up 1.36%. Not a great week. Year-to-date pre-IPO stocks still trail the S&P by about 8.5%. Not much more year-to-date numbers. OpenSea and Kraken, unbelievably, are both up north of 20%. I don't know how that happens with everything that's going on in crypto. Stripe, Airtable, Epic Games, and Chime are all down 20%. Uh, No big winners. Really, Kraken led the pack up 43 basis points. And Brex was down 17% for the week. Deal was down 14%. And Revolut was down 6%. Right, so that's it for this week. If you have any uh, pre-IPO stock research needs, please reach out. I'd love to dive in with you. We also have two funds available for investment right now. For SpaceX-only exposure, visit agdillon.com slash SpaceX. The big rocket Starship is launching soon. And their satellite internet uh, business Starlink is scaling fast. So it's a great entry point to get into SpaceX, in my opinion. We're seeing north of 3x, 300% return on that stock over a five-year period of time. And we've uh, raised $3.4 million to date, and we aim to close the fund in mid-April. And for diversified pre-IPO exposure, check out agdillon.com slash top15. That's SpaceX, Stripe, Canva, Instacart, Epic Games, Discord, and Plaid, etc. Thanks, and I'll see you guys all next week.